Hello, hello, hello. Welcome everyone to this podcast. Money and Crypto Conversations with Andres Cardenas. So welcome everyone. I have a special guest today. And this guest is called Mr. Bitcoin. <laughs> yes, so we are calling this episode Bitcoin for Beginners. And I have decided to actually come up with this episode and to talk about this particular cryptocurrency for a couple of reasons. So one of the main reasons is when you look at today's economy and where we're heading and what's happening around the globe, uh, what we realize is that we only know one or two currency. There's not really a lot right now that we are knowledgeable about cryptocurrencies. I'm not speaking about everyone. Um, recently, I traveled to uh, back home, that's uh, Colombia. And what I noticed was that most of the people are talking about cryptocurrencies, but they're just talking about Bitcoin. And it's not really, uh, they, they, they're asking you like, are you investing already on cryptocurrency or something? And, and, and what they don't know is that Krypton is, Krypton, uh, Bitcoin is not the only cryptocurrency. That, that, that's the only one they know. So what I decided, what I said was like, well, okay, what if I create a, um, just a conversation about Bitcoin and I call it this Bitcoin for beginners. So let's get started. Uh, <laughs> Bitcoin pretty much um, is the, probably the most capitalism manipulated cryptocurrency around the world. So it was created in 2009 and then it was created by Satoshi Nakamoto, which a lot of people say that he's, uh, he's not real. It's just a name made up. Uh, so then no one was put it in jeopardy because when this coin was created, when this currency was created, the purpose behind it was to make it less corruptive. Um, one of the things that happened today with paper currency, any country, and we can take an example of US. US national currency, a paper currency is uh, US dollar. So the issue with the economy that prints money paper is uh, that tomorrow they can print out more and more and every day you can print more money. You just kind of like playing Monopoly, just getting more money out of a, another box. The issue with that is sometimes the effect is not immediate. Sometimes the effect comes secondary and it usually comes a hyperinflation is usually what happened to Rome, the empire. That's, uh, that's exactly what happened to them. So this Bitcoin came with a new proposition. Uh, it's like, what if we create a currency that cannot be reprinted, that is more safe, that uh, no one has the capability to stop a armored car, armored truck and <laughs> steal all the money. Uh, so it was created on the blockchain technology. It's a digital asset. So it could be defined as a decentralized di digital currency, um, which works in different way. One of the ways this um, cryptocurrency works is it works on the cloud. 
it works by it's created and it's created by people around the world doing a process called mining and mining is a computing it's a computation process for, from someone that has a badass computer that is able to create some algorithm numbers that that, that are kind of like tricking the system to be unhackable kind of thing so there's a lot of energy consumption in this process so there is a total of 21 million of bitcoins that needs to be created and we're pretty close we're close to the 19 millions of bitcoin that have been created so there is still in the process of creating bitcoin and and, and each coin has a capability to become a currency so if I live um, in Brazil and I have my national currency of Brazil, let's say it's called a Cruzeiro, and then I want to exchange with um, Venezuela, Bolivar, is there is there is a there is a crazy thing going on right there. There is like a like a there's gotta be two exchanges. Bitcoin will allow two countries to transact in between. Then actually in 2021, El Salvador became the first country to adopt Bitcoin as a national currency. Bitcoin has a lot of uh, energy consumption uh, issues. Uh, one of the, so just to give you an idea, the amount of consumption, energy consumption by Bitcoin is, imagine a country like Argentina, um, all energy consumption to maintain the country in a day that's the same amount of bit that bitcoin uses in a day um, there's a lot of computers moving towards a bitcoin transaction and the mining and everything so it's not sustainable it's a carbon footprint uh, kind of issues and and then with that issue what it is is it makes the transactions in between bitcoins very slow as they it really a computer really needs to be kind of sort of exhausted so the process is a little bit complex it's like a transaction needs to be um, done so there is a lot of mining kind of bidding for that transaction and they raise their, their hand and the transaction is allocated to a, a one of the nodes and then after that there it needs to be validated by someone else so it's like a double process it's like the double con energy consumption so it takes a lot. Well, Bitcoin can process 3.3 to 7 transactions per second. Guess what Visa can do? Visa can process 24,000 transactions per second. Um, there are some cryptocurrencies like killers. They can, they can produce around 2 million transactions per second. So we'll go into that another time. So in this case, we have a non-sustainable cryptocurrency and this non-sustainable cryptocurrency is a dinosaur it was the first one created in the world but it, it, it there's not really a lot of applications right now we're, we're actually discovering what kind of applications we can have with it the uh, salvador may have a chance by reducing the amount or using a different source of energy so to mine or to transact bitcoin they have some sort of caves or something that produces energy a different alternative um, but in terms of applications for bitcoin 
they're way behind. They're like like the technology is like two thousand and and nine, and then it was upgraded in 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 twenty twenty thirteen, and so it's been this journey for the Bitcoin, and the upgrade uh, upgrade the coin is not that easy. So. But one of the things that Bitcoin did, it, it, it created a landscape for many other cryptocurrencies to come into place. And all these potent uh, emerging cryptocurrencies, which are at the end of the day of technologies, are coming strong and are coming to change the world. So I'll give you a little bit of a recap of Bitcoin. When it was created, it was 30 cents. And then it jumped to $5.27 and then it went up to $31.50 that's like in the next in the few in the, in the first two years and then it went down by 2013 and 2016 bitcoin reached $700 a coin and today you actually can find prices of $63,000 for one bitcoin currently the cryptocurrencies market is dominated by Bitcoin with 66% of the market is their transactions with Bitcoin. So it may not be the most modern one. It may be a little dinosaur. It may be a lot of energy consumption, but monetizing the market is number one. It actually came from 86, 85 to 66%. It's been another cryptocurrency is taking more part of the market so one my invitation is when we are watching this news and when we're tempted to go into investing into Bitcoin just because everyone else is doing just because we probably don't have time to do a research probably no one has approaches and say hey there is some information about cryptocurrencies and before you invest, would you take a look of this? My invitation is to ask a few questions. Just, I mean, like get familiar with what exactly are you investing with. So one of the things that happens with when the, there's this margin of percentage of capitalism being manipulated under one single coin is that by the time we get the news that a billionaire invested a large amount of money on Bitcoin and then we think that we're gonna go in the market at a good time so all that price goes up we're too late by the time we're investing and buying the coin they are already selling it so that means it loses credibility when there's a lot of when there's a big purchase the price tends to go up but when there is a big sale the price tends to go down so that's mostly what happened in most of the cases. And I have several, several friends that approach me and say, hey, this is what happened to me. And I mean, I don't blame it. I've, I've been there, not exactly with Bitcoin, but investing and trading is not that. It takes a minute. It can be done. I actually, I do it in a daily basis. But it, my invitation is to learn a little bit about the um, about the coin you're about to invest in read maybe watch a video maybe subscribe to a channel or something i i created this podcast for that particular reason so then we have a resource to 
um, get some sort of background information about each particular cryptocurrency and and another invitation I, I wanted to uh, ask you is if you look at it if you are an investor or a trader and there are easy ways to find that out so just know more about yourself just know more about what kind of investments you're about to make one of the things I can tell you for sure is if you're thinking right now and going to cryptocurrencies to replace your incomes so what that means is probably you have a large amount of money ready to be invested and ready to be risk there are ways to make income out of cryptocurrencies but it's it's not as like the first step you want to do it's like you first walk and then you run kind of thing right little little steps right there world is changing currencies are changing in the near future each country won't have any more paper currency we will have cryptocurrency digital assets that have some value my invitation is to look at that as well and define what is your what's your future what are you how do you see yourself in the near future with cryptocurrencies my name is Andres Cardenas I do thank you so much for being present with me today I will be coming with more of these uh, money and crypto conversations and how does it get any better guys I'll see you very soon bye for now <music>